December the 22nd, 2023, 1 Samuel chapter 22, A Wicked Heart. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. And family, it's a fantabulous Friday morning, and we are thankful for God. Father God, oh glory, 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 hallelujah. You are so awesome, so amazing. You are so great and greatly to be praised. And we thank you this day for waking us, preparing yet again another day, another opportunity for us to receive this day our daily bread. We worship you. We praise you. We exalt you. In the precious and mighty name of your son, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Family, and I thank you. Thank you for... 12 months if you've been with us that long of continuing to allow me into your personal space hearing and sharing what the Lord is saying it's an honor and it's a privilege and as we continue to go into this book of Samuel this first book of Samuel we're in the 22nd chapter and the Lord has allowed us to entitle this particular episode a wicked heart and we've turned the page in the story in that Saul, Israel's first king, after rejecting Yahweh as king, has declared that he will put David to death. As a result, David is now on the run, fleeing from the reach of Saul, who is operating without the guidance of the Holy Spirit. David, as we know, has been anointed and chosen by God to lead Israel, but has not been officially given that role. Now the question is, where is God in all of this, what seems to be confusion? I believe that God is in complete control. If you recall the episode, Positioning, we acknowledge that God was the guiding hand behind all imminent activity, while Saul, Jonathan, and David were and are making their individual choices. This and the next four chapters we will see David's actions while on the run, still asking ourselves, where can we identify with the emotions, actions, or thoughts of David or any of the characters and circumstances that arise? We agreed after receiving yesterday's daily bread that while we are on this side of eternity, we will not walk perfectly like Jesus did, but we, at all times, must have a heart attitude that exalts the Lord our God. Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us, and position us to receive, do, and be all that we can so that we can exalt the Lord our God at all times. In Jesus' majestic and mighty name we pray. Glory, hallelujah. Be blessed by this word on today, family. Let's go right in. 1 Samuel chapter 22, A Wicked Heart. David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress, and everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was bitter in soul gathered to him. 
and he became commander over them. And there were with him about 400 men. And David went from there to Mizpah of Moab. And he said to the king of Moab, Please let my father and my mother stay with you till I know what God will do with me or for me. And he left them with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. Then the prophet Gad said to David, Do not remain in the stronghold. Depart and go into the land of Judah. So David departed and went into the forest of Hereth. Now Saul heard that David was discovered and the men who were with him. Saul was sitting at Gabeah under the Temarisk tree on the height with his spear in his hand and all his servants were standing about him. And Saul said to his servants who stood about him, Hear now, people of Benjamin, will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards? Will he make you all commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds that you have conspired against me? No one discloses to me when my son makes a covenant with the son of Jesse. None of you is sorry for me or discloses to me that my son has stirred up my servant against me to lie and wait as at this day. Then answered Doeg the Edomite, who stood by the servants of Saul, I saw the son of Jesse come into Nob, to Ahimelech, the son of Ahiatub, and he inquired of the Lord of him, and gave him provisions, and gave him the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Then the king sent to summon Ahimelech the priest, the son of Ahiatub, and all his father's house, the priests who were at Nob, and all them came to the king. And Saul said, Hear now, son of Ahiatub. And he answered, Here I am, my lord. And Saul said to him, Why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Jesse, in that you have given him bread and a sword and have inquired of God for him, so that he has risen against me to lie in wait as at this day? Then Ahimelech answered the king, And who among all servants is so faithful as David? Who is the king's son-in-law and captain over your bodyguard and honored in your house? Is today the first time that I have inquired of God for him? No, let not the king impute anything to his servants or to all the house of my father, for your servant has known nothing of all this, much or little. And the king said, You shall surely die, Ahimelech, you and all your father's house. And the king said to the guard who stood about him, Turn and kill the priests of the Lord, because their hand also is with David. And they knew that he fled and did not disclose it to me. But the servants of the Lord, but the servants of the king, would not put out their hand to strike the priests of the Lord. Then the king said to Doeg, You turn and strike the priest. And Doeg the Edomite turned and struck down the priest. And he killed on that day 85 persons who wore the linen ephod. And Nob, the city of the priest, he put to the sword, both man and woman, children and infinite, ox, donkey, and sheep, he put to the sword. But one of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of Ahiatub, named Abathah, escaped and fled after David. And Abathah 
told David that Saul had killed the priest of the Lord. And David said to Abathar, I knew on that day when Doag the Edomite was there that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of your father's house. Stay with me, do not be afraid, for he who seeks my life seeks your life. With me you shall be in safe keeping. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. A wicked heart. Family, as, as I meditated on this word and asked the Holy Spirit to guide me, what illuminated in my spirit was Saul's endgame. In other words, what exactly was Saul looking to accomplish? God has made it clear to him that he was no longer with him after his final act of disobedience. It is clear to us that he knows that David will be his replacement. As a result, he already threw his spear at David more than once and now officially declared that he wants him dead. He swung his spear at Jonathan, his son, and has now had the priest of God killed, all the city of Nob, and 85 persons who wore the linen ephod the scripture says. Why? All because of his wicked heart, of his attempt to kill David. This to me, family, is nothing less than a strike against God. When you know that God has set a plan in motion and you do all that you can to thwart that plan, you are fighting against God. And that is a fight you will not win. There are examples of this that happens in the life of the believer constantly. However, since we do not see it as severe of a situation as this situation that Saul is in, we fail to recognize it as disobedience or having a wicked heart. But I challenge you, think about a time when the Holy Spirit whispered to you, give to that homeless person, forgive your spouse, Forgive that family member or that co-worker that offended you. Pay tithes to the Lord. Cease from sexual activity. Do not indulge in gossip or profane conversation. But you did not do it. You reasoned why it was better not to do it or that you would do it another day under different circumstances. Or perhaps this is not you or you are not willing to admit it. However, for me, yes, I've been there. It is not rare that the Word shows me or, or the Holy Spirit illuminates in me my disobedience and the need to repent and do as the Lord tells me. Dear Father God, glory, glory, hallelujah. I want to thank you for being the most amazing God ever. The one who knows the deepest thoughts and the heart of me, your creation. I am grateful for your grace, your love, your forgiveness, and your justice. I cannot help but love you because you first loved me and showed me how to love others and myself. Your word says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. My utmost desire, Father God, is to keep your commandments and love you with all my mind, with all my heart, all my soul, and all my body. 
I want to commit and surrender everything to you, Father God, so that your love, light, and life will radiate in me, through me, and all around me. I want to inspire those around me to ask, what must I do to be saved? I lay this request of love before your throne, Father God, in the name of the precious and majestic name of your Son, Jesus, Lord and Savior of my life. All honor and all glory belong to you. Glory, glory, hallelujah. God is truly good, family. Wow. Family, be encouraged on today. Be blessed. Know that God is with you and know that while we are here on this side of eternity, the word sometimes, often even, convicts us of where we fall short and where we can do better. Know that it is not a word of condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. But if it convicts you, let the Holy Spirit strengthen you, lead you and guide you to be and do all that God has created you to be and do. Correct, correct the wrongness and be the God or should I say, be the person that God has called you to be. And those of you who may not clearly understand this word, but it is convicting in your heart. We know that it's because of sin we do not understand the words or hear or recognize the words of the living God. And we all have been in that place at some point of our lives. But God said, oh glory, glory, hallelujah. God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. And we love your family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. We want to walk with you. Let us share this journey with you. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs>